0: Do you believe it's possible to communicate with the other side of life? Have you ever had a spiritual experience that you couldn't explain, but it changed your perception of reality forever? Are you the kind of person who has asked questions, but failed to get the answers from mainstream religions and philosophies? If you are, you're not alone, and in this podcast we will endeavor to answer some of those questions from a very misunderstood and overlooked source. This is the Journey into Spiritualism. Blessings one and all, and welcome to Journey into Spiritualism. I'm Paul James Caden, and I'm getting this show out a little late today. It's June 13th, thousand twenty. I got involved in a little house project that's uh, taking a little more time than I thought it would. And I didn't get to do the show early on a Monday like I usually like to do. But better late than never, I suppose. And I <laughs> thought today we would have a little bit of a QA and a on the show. Your questions about spiritualism answered. And uh, I-, I wanted to do this show because a lot of people do email or comment, uh, particularly email, uh, with a lot of questions. And I I noticed that I get a lot of the same questions from folks. And when I think about podcasting, I mean, the, the reason I do this, the reason I started podcasting over two years ago, was just to put my thoughts, my ideas, my experiences out there when it comes to spirituality and life But also to help people You know, this isn't something I do just to Oh, well, you know, I want to be a podcaster I mean, I love podcasting I think it's great I always wanted to be a a radio personality When I was younger And uh, that's something that still may come to fruition one day But uh, I find podcasting is very fun It's almost like being a a recorded radio show So there is uh, the joy of doing that but. The biggest foundation, the biggest reason why I do this is to help people. And I have found throughout the various podcasts that I've done over the last two plus years and talked about my experiences, my beliefs, things that have happened to me, thoughts that I've had. There are so many people that had the same experiences and you realize that you're not alone. And people have heard things in my show that have helped them. And people have corresponded with me. And I've learned things from some of you folks that listen. So it's a two-way street. And to me, that's what this is all about. So when I get uh, a lot of questions that that build up through email, I think it would be a good idea to have a and a and answer those questions. Because, you know, there's there's folks out there that... Are wondering about these things. And this is all the work of God, the work of Spirit. So we're here to help one another, to learn from one another, and try to, you know, be there for one another. And it certainly is a crazy world where, wow, you know, loyalty is uh, suffering greatly in the minds and hearts of many. And, uh, you know, if this little show speaks to some people and helps some people, And people reach out to me and they encourage me and even help me at times then I say it's doing its job and I'm grateful for that so let's get into the uh, Q&A here the first one I want to talk about uh, comes from Jen I'm not going to use her last name but there are this is probably The number one question I'm finding that people are asking me about spiritualism, but it has a different uh, kind of concern or question uh, contained in it as well. So I wanted to make this the number one thing that I talk about here or answer the, the first question. Because it's obviously something that a lot of people struggle with. And Jen writes, I've listened to your show for over a year now, and I really enjoy what you say in your show. I like what you share about God, about spiritualism, about Christ, about spirituality. But I find it hard to progress forward in my own spiritual walk because you've mentioned in previous shows that you are a Christian spiritualist. I myself love Christ. I take a lot of comfort in reading the Gospels, but I am a former fundamentalist Christian, and I find that sometimes it is very hard for me to relate to Jesus Christ. I feel that I was mentally and spiritually abused in fundamentalism, And this has left a real bitter taste in my mouth. Sometimes I feel like I don't want anything to do with God because I see him as this angry, judgmental father figure who I can never live up to his expectations. And no matter what I do, he hates me. And also, Jesus feels this way as well. I feel like I will never obtain the spirit world. I will never obtain heaven I feel like God is against me and not for me, although I love God, I love Jesus, and I would like to have a more positive faith in the future. How can spiritualism help me move past the wounds and hurts of the past and get over these negative feelings I have about God and Jesus Christ? Now, uh, I, I abbreviated a little bit because it is a rather long email, but this is the gist of it. And again, there's a lot of people that write in with this kind of question. They're hearing about spiritualism. They've always heard that it was evil. It was of the devil. They're hearing what I'm talking about in this show. It sounds intriguing to them. It seems to make sense. But there's just this old uh, religious ideology that a lot of people are having a hard time working through. And I want to say to Jen and all of you out there who have written in with this question, or if this is something that you've struggled with in your faith and in your life, uh, you're absolutely not alone. I personally believe, if you've listened to any of my shows long enough, that I myself am a former evangelical fundamentalist Christian. Uh, I've mentioned this in podcasts in the past, but there a lot of new listeners are coming on board, so those who aren't acquainted with me. uh, I was really born, I say that I was born two things, a mystic and a spiritualist because I always had that sense of spirit being around me, this higher presence that's looking out for me. Uh, I didn't have a label for it. I just knew it was there. And later I learned about God from my grandparents. And I said, oh, God, this this is who uh, I feel around me all the time. My parents introduced, or my grandparents introduced me to Jesus and Christianity, but it was a, a very loving, simplified version. And I thought Jesus was great. You know, he was like my best friend. I loved God. And, you know, there there were these, uh, you know, just these spirits around me and this presence. And, and they were like an extended family. I always felt that, you know, I came from a home uh, that was beyond this world. And I always felt when I was very young that I wanted to go home, return to my real home, not this place we currently live in. And as I got older, probably around 13, maybe around, no, no, actually I want to say probably around 10 or 11, uh, my parents, they weren't very religious people, but they discovered religion and they started taking me and my brother to church. And there, of course, you learned that everything that you believe and everything that you thought about God was wrong. It was likely the devil or demonic. And, you know, God was displeased. And uh, over the years, it just took on a very uh, negative uh, kind of energy. And later, my parents, my family, we, you know, we got into the evangelical fundamentalist Christianity. And uh, I was never dogmatic. Uh, there were things about it that I kind of liked because I was more in the fundamentalist uh, uh, sect that was kind of like the word of faith, you know what you think and what you speak you can obtain uh so you know I found that kind of metaphysical, but there was a lot I didn't agree with, and I had a lot of conversations with pastors and fellow Christians, and many times I was told boy or asked rather are are you sure you're born again because some of the things you're saying uh doesn't sound like you have' Uh, Jesus or the Holy Spirit dwelling in your heart. You know, this sounds like, you know, uh, New Age, uh, you know, occultic or, you know, satanic religion. And I wasn't saying anything that was wrong. I was just asking about the presence of angels in our lives because I've had an angelic experience when I was 12 years old. Uh, I was told to ignore it, forsake it. If it ever happens again, tell it to go away in the name of Jesus. It's probably uh, a a devil in disguise. So long story short, uh, I went a number of years in the evangelical fundamentalist uh, Christianity, and eventually I just left, and I had the same exact problem. Um, I experimented with a lot of other... Uh, spiritual paths I was trying to find my way because I was a very spiritual person at heart you know I I looked into Buddhism I looked into paganism I looked into Wicca I looked into uh, the new the new age uh, a lot of different things that uh, you know I, I looked into but there was just something about Christ that kept calling me back and uh if my wife were here, she could testify how I would, uh, sometimes uh, I would have like a little altar space in my room and I would maybe have some figurines of angels or Buddha and, uh, you know, I would pull out Jesus and I would put him up there and, you know, I'd only keep them there for two or three days and I would start feeling weird and anxious, like, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, is, is Jesus really my friend? Is he really the, the person, the the fundamentalists say that he is? Because if he is... Uh, You know, I don't know if I like him that much or if he likes me that much. So I take the little statue down, the little figurine, you know, a few months later, put him back up. So I had this continual tug of war uh, with Jesus. But uh, I think the thing that really, um, I would say for me, rescued Jesus from evangelical fundamentalism is looking back at my life. Looking at the experiences that I had when I was a child, when I was a teenager, even as a young adult and an adult, heaven was always there as spiritualism and Spiritism teach. And I had all these wonderful, loving, you know, just incredible experiences that were just there was no evil there was there was no hate it was just peace and love and wonder and i began to tell myself this this is innately what i believe heaven is not far away we're not thrown down here on the earth and jesus died for our sins and now everybody's in heaven and our last best hope is listening to the pastors and the priests and the religious organizations Um, Because they've never done such a great job, and and sadly, many of them uh, still aren't. I mean, look at the mess religion or even what is Christianity is in today, especially here in the United States. It gets uh, very manic. It gets very suspicious of everything. If there was a demon under every rock when I was in fundamentalist Christianity, Today, there's a demon under every grain of sand and hiding behind every leaf on every tree, every cloud, and under the bed, and they're everywhere. You know, it's just demon city. You know, where is God in all this? You know, uh, I just never agreed with that. So I would say when you open yourself up, especially if you start walking uh, the path of spiritualism, opening yourself up. To God, to Jesus, to the angels, to the saints To heaven You're going to start getting some very wonderful experiences Whether in prayer, in meditation um, You know, or just spontaneous things that happen And you're going to realize You're going to realize that there's somebody there That really does love you You know, Jesus and God are not the Jesus and God of the, the judgmental, fear-packed uh, fundamentalist sect that seems to be running rampant uh, you know uh, in, in the world today. And when you have those experiences, even as something as simple as praying or meditating, meditating on the presence of God that's all around you and within you, and the, the wonderful peace that just falls over you, and you feel, Uh, Sometimes like someone is speaking to you while you're in prayerful meditation. And you come away from those experiences going, I always knew this. I always knew that God was that good and that loving and that wonderful. And soon, and some people sooner than later, but, you know, it starts to bleach away a lot of that negative concept of God and of Christ and you start to realize hey I didn't have the wrong Jesus Uh, maybe some of these organizations presented me with a false concept of Christ and this is what got me in the pickle I'm in right now so I would say the best way to get beyond all that is to experience God experience Christ experience heaven uh, for yourself and realize that uh, they're nothing like you've been told in these uh, hellfire brimstone uh, fear-based religions and that's a real game-changer as I always say that that rescues uh, Jesus and also God uh, from uh, some of these religions that paint them I, I feel uh, in a very bad and negative light So I hope that's helpful And the next question is is very brief But I think this goes with question number one uh, Some people have asked And this is Jonathan writing in uh, via email And he asks Are you ever going to talk about Or teach mediumship in the podcast? The question is yes. Now, I'm not a you know, a master medium, um, but I know enough and I've had some experiences and information come to me that has been invaluable in my life. So it's something I will be talking about here because this is how one of the ways that you open up to heaven, open up to God and experience that love, experience that peace. So yes, we're going to talk about things like mediumship, we're going to talk about meditation, we're going to talk about uh, metaphysical meditation, how to sit in the presence of God and just feel Him all around you and within you. So these are all things that we will get to, and I'm also currently working on an online course that I'm hoping to have up in the uh, weeks to come that I'll be putting on a website called Udemy. Uh, teaching some things about mediumship. So we will get into those nuts and bolts because really that's what spiritualism is all about, connecting to heaven, connecting to the spirit world. God, the angels, the saints, our departed loved ones. And once you realize how evil these things are not, It really does change and revolutionize your life So for those of you who are saying, okay, you know, uh, that sounds good Having these experiences, opening myself up, bleaching away the old concept of God and Jesus That's great, but how do I do that? Well, these are things we are going to talk about uh, in the show And I'm also uh, hopefully soon going to have a, a course, an online course uh, that people can look into if they desire as well In fact, why don't we make uh, a deal right now As I record this podcast and say uh, This week, hopefully on Wednesday show uh, Let's talk about metaphysical meditation Let's talk about sitting in the presence of God Because to me That has been one of the most invaluable tools I've ever come across in my life. And it opens you up for everything else. It opens you up for the mediumship, for hearing your intuition uh, more clearly. It opens you up to hear your inner guidance, the guidance that your angels are giving you, that Holy Spirit is giving you, that Jesus and God are giving you. So that's a, a very important one, and let's Let's talk about that next on the show because that's that's one of the keys that will really start to open things up um, for all of us. The next question coming in from Susan, and uh, a lot of other people have written in with this one as well. Uh, not just Susan. i'm I'm, I'm picking the top uh, questions to to answer here. And uh, these really were the top three, and and maybe we'll have time to answer a fourth, but these were the top three that uh, people have really been asking about. And uh, question number three, Susan and many other people want to know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. There's COVID-19, there is racism and prejudice, There seems to be no leadership in our governments or our health officials. Everyone is always fighting against everyone else. People are divided, even in our town. We can't go to the supermarket. You're damned if you wear a mask. You're damned if you don't. It seems everyone is at everyone's throats. Things seem to be going from bad to worse. Do you think the world is going to end? Are these the last days? What does spiritualism say about these things? Well, these are questions that uh, I have kind of answered in other shows, but I will address them again specifically here. Um, it, it's no secret, we don't have to look far to you know, see there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there in the world today. I mean... Some people believe everything is an illusion. You know, you 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 can't even believe that you had Cheerios for breakfast if you had Cheerios for breakfast. So it, it gets a little manic. It, it definitely does. Uh, there's a lot going on with government. We do have COVID-19. Uh, the fact of the matter is, you know, when we talk about conspiracy, and I said this in it, one of the shows uh, that I put out last week, Uh, I believe it was called, I don't remember, but it was something in conspiracy theories and spiritualism. But I talked about in that show that, yes, there there are people, there are people that consider themselves elitists. And they do have this notion that they want to control the population. They want to set up their Eden on Earth. You know, there's some people with some very bad plans out there. Um... But there's also a lot, I, I think, in this day and age, um, people are kind of going over the falls in a barrel with, and uh, I think people are scared. I think people are mad. I think people are nervous. I think people are tired of being, feeling uh, marginalized. I think people are tired of uh, the governments and the health officials. uh not doing the right thing People don't have health care People can't afford to buy food I mean everything is just always in, always in disarray all the time People, and there are some people that take refuge in, in politics uh, they, they worship some of the politicians today Because that's how they deal with their fear And their nervousness And their anxiety about everything that's happening But spiritualism does talk about these things, as I've mentioned in uh, the other podcast that uh, I talked a little bit about these topics, that we're all souls here on a journey. We're all here to learn lessons, to purify ourselves, to overcome certain obstacles, and make our way back to God as pure spirits. And some of us are passing our tests and purifying ourselves pretty well. Others are not. But God is not unaware of this. God is aware that there's a lot of problems in our world. There are people that are abusing their power, their money. And some people that have no power or money at all, but they still abuse others. They try to control others or control their environment, control the workplace, control the family. And, you know, there are always going to be people who... Choose not to do the right thing And again, I I think uh, the way religion has been bleached out of our world And organized religion, you know, I'm, I'm not picking on anybody I mean, there's some wonderful churches and pastors and priests out there I've met many of them But many of them uh, were finding people uh, like Jen who wrote in earlier you know they're broken they're hurt they feel abused they feel they were given false information you know there are people that have been physically abused you know people haven't been given the tools to live a spiritual life in a lot of churches you know all they were told is that you know one of two things a you're no good you're a lousy sinner uh you deserve to burn in hell but thank thank god you won't because Jesus died for you And you better cling to him. There's nothing you can do to make yourself a better person. Jesus paid it all. That takes all the responsibility off of our shoulders. And I think that's why we see some religious people even now losing control out there in public, doing some very unbecoming things because they were never taught or told or trained how to deal with and how to live in such a time as this so we can't judge people we can't be afraid we can't hate people you know we can't sit there and say oh boy look at this guy and you know, "Oh, look at the you know i wish this person oh i'd like to you know punch that person right in the nose you know we have to realize everybody's here on the soul journey everybody's learning everybody has their lessons that they're learning, and those things are predetermined. The ultra-rich are ultra-rich for a a reason. And some of them probably were ultra-rich in previous lifetimes, and they abused their power and their money. Others maybe, you know, uh, as the theory goes, were poor and said if they were rich, they would do a better job. They wouldn't abuse people. But then given the chance to have riches, they turned into the thing that they hate most, which is an oppressor. So certainly a lot going on. Certainly this all of this is no um, going unnoticed by God. He knows exactly what is happening. And spiritualism does teach that this world, as it is right now, its time is limited. This world will change. This world will be redeemed. And those who aren't ready for that uh, will go to a place, a, a lower spiritual realm, where they have to learn their lessons that will be uh, a lot harder, a lot more difficult, and a lot more painful than they are here in this world. And that is what some spiritualists and even Buddhists call hell realms. It's not a place of fire. It's not a place where people are physically tormented. It's just a place where people learn. Lessons the hard way, and there's a lot of mental and spiritual anguish and suffering as they struggle with these things that they didn't overcome or learn in this lifetime But this world will it will be redeemed. It will become a paradise It will become more spiritual as the Bible talks about And uh, only God knows when that time is only God knows when uh, the sands in the hourglass run out, and those who are ready to progress in the new world, the new the new heavens and the new earth, and those who have to go to a lower realm uh, to learn the hard way. So only God knows that timing. And uh, certainly, I do believe in prophecy. Many spiritualists do. I've been a student of biblical prophecy in the past. It's something I'm always very interested in. Uh, I find it to be uh, very specific uh, and accurate, but yet a little bit different than uh, some religionists uh, teach us, because who are we to say this is exactly how things are going to unfold? I think the thing to look for is, is society out of control? Is there love lacking in the world? Is everyone out for themselves? Is there a lot of storms and earthquakes and disease and you know just the heavens and the earth shaking because of all this negative and toxic energy that so many people are pumping into the atmosphere and into their surroundings? I think these are the things that that we're to watch for, and that's definitely happening right now. It definitely is. But uh, spiritualism, as well as the ancient Christians, always believed that prophecy was conditional. And it's up to us, mankind, whether we push things forward in such a bad way that we hasten the end of the age or the end of the world as it is right now, or whether we repent, change our ways, turn around, and you know put that day off for a future time so ancient christians did believe that prophecy was conditional spiritualists believe that prophecy is conditional so we have to wait and see what the human race will do uh it does seem like uh they're all heading uh over the falls you know in the uh proverbial barrel as i always say uh I agree with a lot of spiritualists who say, you know, COVID-19 was probably something to really wake us up. Everything that's happening right now, it's not that we're being punished. It's here to wake us up. Will we turn around? Will we do better? Will we love one another? Will we change how our governments work? Will we take care of the poor? Will we stop... Trying to control everything and commit genocide and population control and all these horrible things Or are we just going to continue with what we're doing? And sadly, right now, yes, it does look like a lot of people just want to continue with what they're doing Doing very bad things, being very selfish So we have to wait and see Um, I kind of get the sense that if we don't turn this around pretty soon uh things are uh probably going to get worse and it is very possible that we could be looking at uh the end of the age coming upon us and for some of this that's going to be a wonderful thing it's not not anything to be afraid of at all uh but for others uh it's it's uh perhaps not going to be the most pleasant experience because uh those people will be very much afraid And fear and trembling and weeping and gnashing of teeth, as the Bible talks about, uh, because they're going to realize and see things as they are that, man, they were completely irresponsible and terrible with everything God gave them. And they didn't pass a lesson one. They did not purify themselves even just a little bit spiritually. And that's going to be a sad day when people. Uh, Realize in some of these elitists That all their plans, all their money All the the power, all the things they thought they had Were nothing but a very frail illusion That is going to evaporate Like the morning mist And the rising sun It's not going to matter at all And these people are going to be very disappointed uh, to learn this was all just less than a dream, less than a pipe dream. So I always say, stay in faith, stay in love, do the right thing, and uh, if that day does come, let it be joyous for you. You know, and I think it will be for um, quite a few people. But there's also going to be. A number of folks where uh, it it might be scary because uh, they're not ready you know the people who are you know um, you know calling themselves Christians but yet they're you know it's a very pseudo political uh, kind of spiritual path and you know they walk into a supermarket and someone says oh you have to wear a mask to come in here and you know they hack a loogie and spit on the person or cough in their face or start screaming at them Uh, You know, this is not the way of Christ This is not the way of God This is uh, not what we should be doing It doesn't matter if you think the virus is real, not real Or whether it is real, not real Hey, you know what? Everybody's confused Everybody has some stress Everybody has a little bit of fear and concern right now The very least we can do, brothers and sisters Is be decent to one another Why should I freak somebody else out by going into public, not wearing a mask? And you see, you know, a lot of the conspiracy folks, oh, if you want to look like a complete a-hole wearing this on your face. Hey, you know what? For other people's safety, if this is real, and I feel that it is, um, I'm not seeing evidence that it's a hoax, but that's a whole other story. And please don't email me and tell me that it is a hoax because I get many of those emails and they're unfounded. Um, There's just no real proof uh, uh, of that. You know, the main thrust of my message is not to argue whether it's real or not. It's being kind and compassionate to one another. If I believe that COVID-19 is fake, but there's two people with me who believe that it's real, I'm still going to wear a mask because I want them to feel safe do unto others as you would have them do unto you why get people feeling nervous why get people feeling afraid just have a little compassion on what other people believe and think and if we can't if we can't do that simple thing then uh that moment that comes at the end of the age uh, might not be so positive for folks like that. So don't implement that behavior. Uh, I don't care if the president of the United States is saying, don't wear a mask or, you know, or whatever he's saying or other politicians or people. You know, you're not. we're not here to follow politicians and other people. We're here to follow the ways of God. And that way is the law of love and faith. And goodness and compassion and kindness, and learning our lessons and purifying our souls, making our journey back to God, loving one another. If we're not doing that, then we're following the wrong thing and the wrong person. Doesn't matter who it is. That's uh, you know that that's a major tenet of uh, of spiritualism. Follow the law of love. So I hope this answered uh, some of those questions. These were the big three that I've been getting kind of uh, repeatedly for the last couple of weeks. So I thought I would pause and do the Q&A, talk about these things, and uh, hopefully help some folks out uh, who are listening to the show. So I hope, uh, again, I hope it's helpful. And uh, next time we're going to talk about metaphysical metaphysical meditation say that five times fast and uh that's really something that uh, i think will help a lot of folks get on their way to opening up to god to heaven to the spirit world it's uh it's a really beautiful process and uh hopefully uh, all goes well and uh, the house project is done we can get to that on wednesday so thank you for listening i hope this was helpful until we talk again, stay safe, stay well, treat one another with love and kindness. Don't get, don't get into all this chaos and fear and division and you know nonsense that people are doing. Don't take a political side for a man. Take a spiritual side with God. Remember what Jesus said, where your heart is, there your treasure will be also. Where is your heart? Is it with politicians? Is it with men on this earth and what they say and what they believe and what they do and what they tell you to do? Or is it with God? Remember the proverb, those who trust in God will never be disappointed doesn't say those who trust in man, or those who trust in politics, or those who trust in conspiracy, or those who trust in Donald Trump, or those who trust in Joe Biden, or whoever it is you're going to trust. Those who trust in God will never be disappointed. So remember that, be good to one another, love one another, and I'll see you next time here on The Journey.